I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily comedian meditation, where today we're talking about transactions require trust. So this month in September of 2022, our focus is on financial stewardship. We've got a challenge this month to grow highly skilled and consistent at managing and multiplying all that God has entrusted to us. And so we've talked about a couple steps about getting some accounting in place to know, to have an accounting of what God has entrusted to us. We talked about the importance of walking in love, getting to this place where God can trust us to walk in love, even when people wrong us financially. And we've talked about the importance of partnership, about stewarding finances together, stewarding them together in partnership with God, stewarding them together in partnership with our spouse or business partners or any partners that we have in life. And one of the concepts I want to talk about today is one of the most important keys to finances is finances require trust. The emotional key to financial transactions is trust. Because if you don't trust that you're about to do a deal with somebody and that they're going to follow through on their part or that they know what they're doing or that they're going to just going to take your money and they're going to close up shop, that they're going to do what they said they could, they're going to do, then you're not going to have that deal. You're not going to have that financial exchange. Trust has to be present for the deal to go through usually. And whenever trust is high, money flows much more easily and much more efficiently. Transactions require trust, which means is if we're going to be stewards for God, we've got to function at a high level of trust, which means what? We've got to do what we said we're going to do. We got people who we got to be people who follow through on their word. We got to do what we said we're going to do, and not violate our word. Be people of high integrity. It also means we got to be knowledgeable in whatever area or skill sets that we're developing. We got to be knowledgeable. We got to be the best in that area. We got to be highly knowledgeable and highly skilled. It means we got to have good intentions because often we don't trust people's intentions. Coming at it from the right heart stance to just do good, continually do good all the time. Financial transactions require trust. And so we're going to be asking for God's help today. Just to grow in wisdom and understanding of this trust and help us to grow in this. To become more and more trustworthy. So that money can more easily flow in our lives. Because if the trust is not there, the money does not flow. So we're going to be asking for his help with that today. Now some of you may be asking, communion every day. Why are we taking communion every day? Well, about 10 years ago, I had pretty much no spiritual life whatsoever. I was doing life on my own without God, doing things my own way. But life wasn't going the way that I wanted to go. At the time, I was running my personal training business, and the business got into some tough times. I remember getting to this place of going for a walk with my wife and telling her over and over, there's got to be a better way to live. And shortly after that, I came across a challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. One day, Proverbs 13, 22, just seemed to jump off the page. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking, what's the most valuable thing we could pass on to future generations? After some time of thinking about it, I came to the conclusion that the most valuable thing would be wisdom or teaching or training for how to truly live. And so I made a commitment. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. Areas like purpose and health and family, finances, order, time, and community. But really, when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God. 
began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. When we make him the source, we make him the center of everything. We learn how to rest. We learn how to trust in him. Now, learning a new way to live wasn't always easy all the time. I mean, I had to put off my old ways to learn how to walk out my life in a completely different way. I just began to document the things that he was taking me through, the things he was teaching me. And it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called The Abundant Life Blueprint. But out of everything we do in The Abundant Life Blueprint, I do believe daily communion is the most important thing. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. And there's something so powerful about remembering and not forgetting, especially when we're in the busyness and just tests and trials of the day. Taking a few minutes to remember. The Apostle Paul says every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all of the benefits of this new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. Every time we take communion, take it with the fear of the Lord, with deep awe and reverence for the sacrifice of Jesus and all that he went through for us. So the process we typically use, we start with about a two minute long prayer that's mostly scripture coming from Ephesians chapter one and the prayer of Jabez found in First Chronicles chapter four. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we take a couple of minutes to talk about some health and fitness tips. Because they truly believe physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. Let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them and our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe, the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace and all that you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy 
and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? Because when it all comes down to it, it's always called today. We've got to walk out our relationship with God today, and masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's where we talk about executing our four fundamentals and bringing some presence and some fun into them today. But before we go through the fundamentals, let's remember God's got a process. When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and stages along the way. And in a similar way, for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ, I think there's some steps and stages along the way. It doesn't all happen in one day. I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Being willing to move forward with his plan and learning to put off our old ways to learn how to walk out this new way of living. Walking in faith and love and forgiveness and trust as we allow his beautiful plan to unfold in our lives. That's where I think these four fundamentals come in. So our first one, let's get positioned in the light today. Every day we have a decision to make. Either we're going to walk in darkness or we're going to walk in the light. To walk in the light is to walk in faith, is to walk in love and humility and forgiveness. And the shortcut to all of this that I found is simply to be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstances. It helps to keep us positioned in the light. Just ramp up your gratitude today. And being in the light's a big deal. Because when we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has and he put it all on him. I like to call it this pipeline of living water. We have access to God's peace and his joy, his love, his power, his spirit, his mind and wisdom, his health and energy, purpose and grace. It's all in there. It's available to be received today. We have to learn how to get it flowing through us in our lives, out into the world, where we see the fruit or the result of it. Which leads us to our second fundamental, which is to magnify the light. To magnify the light, we're going to turn up the brightness of this light within us. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all these good things through us. It's also going to get this new covenant rooted and established in our heart. We'll become more fixed and consistent in it. And to magnify the light, I could think of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, I got a basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. On the other side, we got a basket full of our praises to God. To magnify the light. Which basket are we going to put our focus on today? We're going to fill up the basket of problems with venting and complaining and pouting and getting down. Or we're going to fill up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. Praising him for all that he's done in our lives. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. And that's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. You might find yourself snapping at people or retaliating at people, withholding good things that you know to do, avoiding people, giving them the silent treatment. And on the inside, you feel the heaviness and the weight and the pressure, the fear and stress and worry, dreading things in the future. But when we take our position in the light, there's rest in our soul, there's fullness and completion in him. And when we rest, God goes to work. And all those good things begin to flow. You feel his spirit and his power and his peace and his joy, his love. It just begins to flow. 
And now all of a sudden we've got hope in any and every situation because we've got God with us. And it's learning to recognize these symptoms and turn the tables very quickly if we ever get off track, get back in position. It just takes a moment to do. Getting aware of those symptoms, getting more present. If we recognize we're off track, I think it starts with humility. Humbling ourselves, just saying, you know what, Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves in the middle. We walk in forgiveness with other people if needed. And we start praising and magnifying him. And I like to pray this very simple prayer. Father, thank you that what you put within me is more than enough to handle whatever's coming at me today in a beautiful, graceful way. Help me to tap into it, see it flowing in my life at a greater level today. And then our third fundamental. We've got to stay tuned in today. Every day God's trying to teach us and train us and navigate us. We've got to stay tuned in to him. And my favorite way to do this is with a journal before bed. I like to start at the very top with what I call some filters. These filters are just short phrases or statements that I keep rewriting over and over again. As a way to keep things top of mind, to reinforce things, stay in rhythm with God. And I like to start at the very top. What's the big picture vision? Where do I feel like God is leading me in my life? For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then I want to bring it down into this year. What's the word God gave me for this year? This year, 2022, I feel like the word he gave me is the year of the beautiful land. So I keep writing that every night. And he's starting to teach me about this beautiful land, this rich inheritance that we have in Christ, and teaching us to, to hold fast, to possess it and hold fast to it. And then I want to bring it down into this month. This month, we're focused on financial stewardship. So I just keep rewriting those words, financial stewardship, financial stewardship, over and over again. And then I want to bring it down into this week. This week on God's yearly cycle, think of it like a 360-degree view of God as we go throughout the cycle of a year. We've got different reminders throughout the year of just who God is and what he's done for us in Christ. Right now, we're in what's called the 40 days of Teshuva, which is a reminder to repent or turn around or make quick corrections in any area that we're off track. And so specifically in the area of financial stewardship, is anything off track? Any adjustments we need to make? We talked about it. What do you know to do? Just start with those things that you know to do. Make quick adjustments. And then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify. What went well today? What are all the ways that I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And think back over the day, reflect over the day. Whatever comes into my mind, just begin to write those things down. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. That's where I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with our fourth fundamental here. Do what you know to do. What do I know to do today? That becomes the plan for the day. Because I learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of God, toiling away in my mind, trying to figure things out. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. And you feel those things building up and the overwhelm building up on the inside. What do I know to do today? And that becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day. And we get the day started right by remembering this very important principle. That the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. And as we begin to learn about this, I feel like this is something we can imitate God in. By looking at the very first words we see God speak in the Bible. Let there be light. 
And so now those are the first words out of my mouth in the morning, right when I wake up. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. Then we get connected with him and start praising and magnifying him, get connected with him through his word. Start walking out that plan in full confidence in him. And when we get to that place of confident faith, with all the doubt and unbelief removed, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to beautify our lives, to bring these good and perfect gifts from above into our life. Things that we could never make happen on our own. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our life. Let's talk about transactions requiring trust. Every financial transaction requires trust. And the higher the trust, the more and the faster, more efficient money flows. So Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. To help us grow in trust. Our trust with you. Because you are fully trustworthy. We can put our full trust in you. And also our trust that people can trust us. That we're highly skilled. That we're knowledgeable. We've got good intentions. We do what we said we're going to do. That we would become highly trustworthy stewards of all that you've entrusted to us. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own, doing life without him. But he chose the way of love. He poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He was crushed by God. He was destroyed by God so that we could be made right and holy and perfect in his sight. He raised him up from the dead. He reconciled us to himself through the body of Jesus. He is our peace. And one of the concepts we talk about is when we take communion, if we're truly taking it in faith, we should feel an amazing sense of peace, not our own peace, but his peace flowing through our bodies. Just take a moment to kind of connect with that peace. And God raised him up from the dead, seated him in heavenly places at his right hand. He raised us up with him, seated us together with him, made us one with him. So, Father, we thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. <clears throat> then after supper Jesus took the cup he said this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light into the kingdom of Jesus his blood washes us and cleanses us gives us his new covenant with God. This blood-sworn oath that God is with us and for us, he's working for our good. And that should lead to some joy. That's something to rejoice about. We should have peace. We should have joy when we take communion. So Father, I thank you for this cup and I ask you to bless it in Jesus' name.
If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, health and fitness. One of the concepts, I came across a guy who's a high-level bodybuilder at one point. He talked about the importance of allowing his body to trust him. Allowing his body to trust him. Because he said sometimes people try to beat the body down. They try to starve it. They try to work it too hard. He said, I want my body to be to trust me so that it's very responsive. And so often we take these very extreme approaches to health and fitness. Taking a little more gentle approach so that we build trust in the body. Think about the body of Christ is symbolic of our physical bodies. And we want trust flowing in that body. So taking a more gentle approach so that the body is more responsive. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.